You are listening to the Hope of Israel Baptist Broadcast with our radio host, Dr. K. Daniel Freed. Over the next few weeks, we will be listening to excerpts of powerful preaching and singing from our national conference, which always takes place the week before Memorial Day. We pray that these live recordings will be a blessing and a help to you as you seek truth and a closer walk with God in these days of uncertainty. And now, here is our broadcast for today. We find not only the sustaining of the Lamb, but we find the suffering of the Lamb. Look in chapter 12 and verse number 8 again. And they shall eat the flesh in that night, roast with fire and unleavened bread, and with bitter herbs they shall eat it. Eat not of it raw, nor sunned at all with water, but roast with fire his head with his legs, and with the Puritans thereof. And ye shall let nothing of it remain until the morning. That which remained of it until the morning ye shall burn with fire. Can I tell you, listen, listen, there, that lamb was sufficient. There, nothing else needed to remain till the morning. Why? Because he was sufficient. And that's exactly again what Isaiah prophesied in the 53rd chapter. Oh, listen, I remember one time I had my, my first uh, Hebrew teacher in Israel. This guy was brilliant with languages. And I remember uh, the last time we were with him, uh, we were sitting at a, at a, a cookout. And we're sitting there in Gush Kalav down in the valley, and we're cooking out. And, and I, t- I took my, my Hebrew Tanakh, and I said, Raviel, I said, I want you to read this chapter. And I took and turned it over to Yeshiahu, to the prophet Isaiah, to the 53rd chapter. And he starts taking it and translating Isaiah 53. Now, I took my King James Bible and I had it open, and he's, he is translating it word for word. Now, Isaiah 53 is a very difficult Hebrew. It's very high Hebrew. It's very hard Hebrew. And he's translating this, and he's going, wow, this is difficult Hebrew. It's very tough. But I'm telling you, he's almost nailing it word for word with my Bible. He gets to Isaiah 53, and verse 3, he says, he'll be despised and rejected of men. He said, Ishim, he goes, well, this is not a word we really use. He's shame. He said, wow. He said, that's, mm, that's like, that's, that's just not men. He said, this is like really important men. I took him over to Luke's gospel where Luke is quoting that verse of Scripture. And Luke says this, he'll be despised and rejected of the elders. No, right. Raphael said, that's it. That's exactly what it's talking about. That's exactly, it's, 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 it's leaders, it's rulers. That's exactly what it's talking about. Boy, he starts reading down as he's translating Isaiah 53, and he stops, and he says, this is talking about Jesus. I mean, this is obvious this is speaking about Jesus. I'm telling you, listen, he's sitting there reading that, and he's absolutely amazed as he's looking at this, and he's going, wow, wow, this is talking about Jesus. And I'm taking him and showing him, listen, this is what satisfies God. It's this lamb that he prophesied that would come. Matter of fact, it was his brother that came to church with us the other day. Now, I remember the first time I met his brother Daniel, and he came, and he's sitting in my house, and he, well, he was actually in the Sherotim in the bathroom, and his wife's sitting at the table. When they come outside, uh, she comes out. I was, she had asked me, she said, what's the difference between a Baptist and everything else? And so I'm explaining it to her. I start quoting Jeremiah 31 in Hebrew about the new covenant, about the brick of the shod, and she sat there, and she said, what did you just say? And I quoted that verse again to her in Hebrew. She had never heard it before. Her husband come walking out. She said, you got to hear this. He said, what's that? She said, quote that verse in Hebrew again to him. Man, I quoted that verse in Hebrew to him. He said, I ain't never heard that before. Never heard that verse before. And he starts asking me questions. And he starts asking me all kinds of questions about the New Testament. And he, and he finally he asked me, he said, he said, now listen, he said, what kind of English Bible do you use? 
Brother Fred, you'll like this. I said, I use the King James Bible. He said, I thought so. Why do you use the King James Bible? And I started to give him an argument, and he stopped me, and he said, you know, he said, I was interested in the New Testament. I've been reading the New Testament. He said, I started looking at some English translations, and he said, I got to wondering, why are there so many English Bibles? So he started, Brother Jones, he started researching why there's so many English Bibles. And he came to the conclusion that the King James Bible is the only English. Now, isn't a man, a Jewish guy from Israel who is not saved? And he started giving me arguments why we should use the King James Bible. And I'm telling you, he told me, he said, I'm looking. He's looking. What? I'm telling you, listen, the only way you'll find redemption, the only way you'll find satisfaction with God and fellowship with God is through the Lamb of God. And He's provided fellowship with man. He is, uh, we find the, uh, the substitution of this Lamb. Notice in chapter 12 and verse number 12. He said, I will pass through the land of Egypt this night, and I will smite all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast, and against all the gods of Egypt. I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. And the blood shall be to you for a token upon the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. And the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you when I smite the land of Egypt. I want to tell you, listen, the Bible speaks about the substitution of the Lamb. That Lamb took our place. He is our substitution. He provided redemption for you and I. He is, literally, that is the salvation of that Lamb. I'm telling you, listen, I was amazed one time we had this Orthodox Jew contact us. We had went up uh, working with Brother Thompson up in Baltimore and helped start Bethel Baptist Church there. And I remember we had this Orthodox Jew that called us. He said, hey, he said, I want somebody to tell me the truth. I'm tired of the the lies of the rabbis. I said, man, I've been looking for you all year. And uh, he shows up, comes to church, man, he's got his kippah on, he's wearing his talit, and he comes walking in, and, and uh, man, I, I'm teaching, I went through Sunday school, and, and Brother Thompson preached that morning, and I, I closed in prayer. When I got through, man, that guy just lit into me, and I mean, he starts arguing with me about my Sunday school lesson, he starts arguing about the preaching service, he argues about my prayer, I mean, he's arguing about everything. Well, me and Brother Thompson, we take him out to lunch, and my wife and Brother Thompson's wife is, goes back to his house, and they're, they're eating lunch, and we're, taking this, we're sitting there eating with this guy, and he starts arguing with me. I mean, he argues. He kept saying, well, the rabbis say this, the rabbis say that. He finally went back. Uh, he, he got up and went to the, the, to the salad bar, and he come. I told Brother Thompson, I said, this guy don't want to know the truth. He just wants to argue. We're taking him back to the, uh, to the bus station. He was, I'd served 10 years in the Israeli army. He had now been in the United States Navy for 10 years stationed there in Bethesda. And uh, we're going down Highway 140, and as we're coming right there in Finksburg, he goes, you know, I wish somebody had the, uh, the prophecies in the Tanakh, in the Old Testament scriptures, and went through and explained them, but then looked at what the ancient rabbis had to say concerning those verses. Now, I just got through dealing, preaching through a series on Messianic prophecies, and I go through and look at what the ancient scriptures or the Word of God has to say, and then I look at what the ancient rabbis had to say concerning those. And I said, I know, I said, I, I just went through studying all this. And he goes, you did? I said, matter of fact, it's sitting right there. And I pointed across the street as we're driving down the road. I could see my van. And my notebook was sitting in the back of my van. 
We pulled in there in that trailer park and we sat around the kitchen table for about three and a half hours going through those prophecies after prophecies. And I'm, I'm just pulling out, explaining all these prophecies. I remember David sitting there and David is, is starts shaking his head as I'm explaining these scriptures. And he starts going, you know what this means? You know what this means? And Brother Thompson said, yeah, it means that Jesus is the Messiah. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, David sat there and he looked at me and he said, what do I need to do? And I took him to Romans chapter number 10, showed him how Christ was the end of the law of righteousness. I'm telling you, that, that Jew got down on the, on the ground right there around that kitchen table, and buddy, he got born again by the grace of God. He come up shouting her out in Hebrew. I didn't know what all he was saying in Hebrew. I speak hillbilly Hebrew, and I mean he was shouting her out in Hebrew. Why? Because he got gloriously saved by the grace of God. I want to tell you, listen, we find the salvation of that Lamb. I'm telling you, listen, ain't nothing like seeing a, seeing a Jewish man come to faith in Jesus Christ. I'm telling you, listen, when he sees the fulfillment of the Word of God, I'm telling you, listen, there are many Jews out there that are looking for truth. They want to know truth. They need somebody that's willing to tell them, somebody that's willing to go. I'm telling you, listen, I'll pick up hitchhikers in Israel. I get them in the car. you got an open audience in. Man, you're, hey, listen, have you ever read the Brikhadashah of the New Testament? No, no, we don't read the Brikhadashah. Hey, let me show you something in the Tanakh. And I'll take them over to Jeremiah 31, show them the new covenant that God promised to, uh, there to the children of Israel. And I'll say, listen, God wants to have a relationship with you. And Brother Salerno, you'll testify to this as well. How many Jews you see in Israel who are atheists? The majority are atheists. Why? Because they're sick of the hypocrisy of religion. They're tired of the lies of many of those rabbis. They're tired of their lies and their hypocrisy. You start passing out literature, they'll start doing this. They'll do this. You know what they're saying? It's all about money. All you want's money. All you want's money. It's all about money. Uh, first time I realized what they were doing, a guy comes up to me, been two days in the land. I'm passing out tracks up in Karachmona, and this guy walks up to me and my son, and he takes his track. He's an Orthodox guy, and he's, he's looking at this track, and he says, come as they lay. And I didn't have a clue what he was talking about. I'm looking at him. He's looking at me. He don't speak English, and I didn't speak Hebrew. I knew Shalom. That's about it. And I'm telling you, he said something again. I'm looking at him. He's looking. I'm smiling. I ain't got a clue what he's saying. And finally, he says it again. My son walks over, and I said, I just look at Daniel. And Daniel, he, the guy said it again, and Daniel answered the guy. And the guy shook my hand, took the track, and walked off. I said, what in the world did you just say to that guy? And what did he say to you? I didn't know he even knew Hebrew, my son. But he did. He goes, uh... He asked us, how much does it cost? Kamazeole. He said, I told him, Zot Matana, it's a free gift. And the guy shook my hand and said, Toda Rabbah, thank you very much. And he took the track and left. You see, he's thinking it's about money because those, many of those, uh, the Kabads and even the, uh, many of the uh, Nachmanites and all these other uh, Hasidic Jews, the Hasidim, they will stand on the street corners passing out their rabbi's literature. And when you come up and take one, you're supposed to give some shekels for their synagogue, for the rabbi and so forth. So he's thinking, I'm trying to charge him for it. But I'm telling you, it's free. Thank God the gospel is free. I'm telling you, listen, but you take those when they start seeing and they start looking and hungering and wanting some truth. I remember picking up a guy one time uh, up in, uh, up in uh, up close to Tail Dan in Caesarea Philippi, and he gets in the car as an IDF soldier. He's getting in the car, and we're talking, and he told me, he said, I was raised religious, very broken English. I was raised religious, he said, but I've gotten away from God, and he said, but I want to know truth. Now I'm telling you, I open it up to Jeremiah 31, where the Bible says, Listen, 
Behold, the days come, saith the Lord. I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel, with the house of Judah. And I'm telling you, if you could just see that Jewish boy sitting there in the back seat of my car as he's sitting there and he goes, that's the most beautiful thing I've ever heard. I got it on video. My wife videoed it as he said. He said, that's the most beautiful thing I've ever heard. Now I'm telling you, I start going through and showing him those verses of Scripture to follow because there in those verses of Scriptures in verse 34, God said that I will forgive your sins and iniquities. I said, that's amazing. You have been listening to the Hope of Israel Baptist broadcast with Dr. K. Daniel Freed. And we pray that today's program has been an encouragement to you. If it has, please contact us and let us know you're listening. If you are of Jewish descent and would like to know more about the new covenant prophesied in the book of Jeremiah chapter 31, or maybe you're curious as to why true Bible-believing Christians have always supported Israel, please contact us. As a token of our love and appreciation, we would like to give you a beautifully bound Hebrew-English new covenant referred to as the New Testament. This Prophecy Edition Bible will be a great addition to your library and it will help you understand why those who believe in Yeshua HaMashiach, the Lord Jesus Christ, have always loved, supported, and prayed for Israel. Now if you're writing to let us know you're listening or if you're requesting one of these beautiful Hebrew-English New Covenants, you may do so by going to our website, www.hopeofisrael.net. That's hopeofisrael.net. You can also write to us at P.O. Box 1700, Powder Springs, Georgia. 30127. Once again, that's P.O. Box 1700, Powder Springs, Georgia, 30127. This broadcast is made possible because of giving friends all around the country, and if you would like to have a part in keeping this broadcast on your local station, you can send your donation to that same address, and please include the call letters of your radio station. That address, once again, is P.O. Box 1700, Powder Springs, Georgia, 30127. You can also give by going to the website, www.hopeofisrael.net. That is hopeofisrael.net. You have been listening to the Hope of Israel Baptist broadcast with Dr. K. Daniel Freed. Please tune in again at this same time as we stand with Israel and proclaim truth from God's precious word.